a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We're in the final hour of today's episode of Live Mike, and I have been honestly having some fun today. We've covered some intense topics. We've been loud here together. We've been a little bit angry. We've been sarcastic. Uh, and it's been a joy uh, to go on this little journey here to, together with you on the radio. Looking forward to this next topic as well. And it comes from uh, southern Utah. We got word just yesterday, in fact, that uh, the Dixie State University is considering dropping Dixie from its name. A spokesperson for the university uh, made it known that, yes, in fact, uh, administrators and the decision makers at Dixie State are uh, talking about possibly dropping Dixie from the name. That, of course, uh, coming from the uh, you know the recent attention being paid uh, to, at least in turn, according to some, the offensive nature of uh, certain Confederate illusions and such like that. Uh, there have been some changes. In fact, the, the Dixie Chicks, you remember them? Yeah, me neither. I had to Google them. Uh, but the Dixie Chicks... <laughs> They dropped Dixie from their name, and they are now just uh, the Chicks. So if you go back in time about 20 years, uh, that might mean something to you, (laughs) the Dixie Chicks. Uh, Also, Dixie Brewing Company in New Orleans is saying that its brewery and products will all be uh, renamed. And you're well aware of the other uh, changes that have been made to products and the imagery used to advertise those products, all of it, uh, you know, meant to kind of uh, fall in line with uh, what the folks in the streets are, are screaming for these days uh, in one way or another. Anyway, the the conversations right now revealed by Dixie State University, uh, they it, it's it, it's kicked off a debate, and one that's not new. This, this conversation has happened uh, for a long time about Dixie State University, the name of the university, uh, is Dixie appropriate, uh, and you know, such like that. I didn't go to Dixie State University. I have not lived any of my life in St. George. I've been a few times, beautiful place. So, so I am not uh, probably the best person to, to weigh into this debate. But I know that it is an important debate. I know that we should kind of flesh it out. I know that we should uh, really look at these things because there are those who have graduated from this fine university. There are those uh, who have lived there for years and years. There are those who uh, look at the name Dixie and see no association with, with evil or inequality or anything like that, but rather the name of the fine university from which they extracted uh, a degree. One of those individuals, uh, Representative in the Utah House of Representatives, Walt Brooks, he uh, lives in and represents St. George, is a graduate of Dixie State University uh, himself. And I saw quoted in this article from which I'm reading now, The Spectrum, uh, that uh, he is not a supporter of, of a name change. He joins me now. Representative, sir, how are you? I'm great. Thank you, Lee. Thank you. Uh, t- t- tell me why it's inappropriate to drop Dixie from the name of Dixie University. Well, I think, uh, you know, people like to associate that with the South, and that's where slavery is. And, and to my opinion, it's a reach. Do, do you remember a few years ago when they were attacking Hobby Lobby because they were selling raw cotton on a stick that people were using for decoration and how inappropriate and how offensive that was? 
I think that absurdity is for that is the same as changing the name to Dixie State. You know, Dixieland or Dixie was more than just slaves. I mean, it referred to all of the South and all the, the good things that were in the South. And I think this kind of vengeance that reaches out to try to destroy or erase or take away something that they find offensive, you almost have to be looking to be offended to be able to want to change that. Because there's a lot of great things that the real South has to offer. If we wanted to change something that's offensive, that's related to slavery, why don't we change the word Mississippi or Georgia or Alabama, where their state legislatures actually encourage and vote laws to enforce slavery? Or, heaven forbid, the word Democrat. You know what I mean? That was actually part of that whole system. That, it, In my opinion, it's a far stretch. And I think most people are just getting tired of being accused to be a racist based off their race. You know, I, I've been accused to be a racist before, and I'm like, well, well, do you know me? I mean, how? Why would you call me a racist? I'm, I'm the one of purple, or one of the people down here that would actually stand up for you, but they're basing that whole decision based off of race. And I think this, this stretch, it keeps going and going and going, and it never can be satisfied. I think what we need to be talking about is what good things did come out of the South. Abolishing slavery was a wonderful thing that came out of that. Um, all the great things that have the celebration, the food, the the camaraderie that the South has to offer, I think we should celebrate those things. And Dixie, Utah's Dixie, is kind of that same thing. They they came down here to establish um, a place that they can make a living out of the desert, and it was hard, and it was tough. And my, my grandpa and great-grandpa and great-great-grandpa were, were part of those people that came, were stonecutters and farmers, and they worked hard. And they hold that Dixie name as, as valuable, not something that's offensive or, or towards slavery at all. And, I, and then I heard some people that said, well, Dixie State, they, they used to celebrate and, and do these mock things with slavery. And, you know, I think one important thing that we need to do is recognize when things were done wrong and correct them. And erasing them or eliminating doesn't help. I think um, having Dixie and showing the progress that it has and the growth that Dixie State College has had and gone to a university and D1 status are all great things that we can see. We can come out of troubled times and have great benefit to the society. You mentioned the new D1 status. I felt bad yesterday as there were really two stories to come from Dixie State College and the one, or university, I'm sorry, uh, Dixie State University. And the one, unfortunately, that carried the day was this debate over the name change, not the remarkable accomplishment uh, of becoming a Division uh, One athletic program. A wonderful, wonderful uh, development. Let me ask you this from your position as a, as a state legislator. What is the legislature's role in the renaming of this university exactly? Well, since it's a state university and it's in code, the legislature would have to make the name change. But the legislature is not going to go do that on their own. It's going to have right. to be something that's driven from the school and the community to be able to do that. And I don't see that. I, I went and talked to Dixie State, and I asked them, are they moving to um, change the name Dixie? And they said they are not. Now, there are people at the college that have, suggested it and moved forward. And now, remember, this is a, excuse me, this, they are a, an educational system, and it's appropriate for them to listen to all sides of a, of a story or a situation or a concern, but they have no formalized process or anything in place to change the name Dixie.
I see. And so the process would be this. It would have to originate as a request from the university, a request made to the state legislature because, you know, it's a state uh, institution. And then the, the legislature would have to, you know, pass that very simply. And you uh, thus far have heard no inklings that there are actual movements afoot on the part of the university to make that request of the legislature. That's correct, but there is one other side of that, too. It's, sure. it, it doesn't necessarily have to just come right from the school. Okay. It can come from any, any legislator can ah. make a suggestion or create the bill. So someone could create a bill, but it's unlikely someone would do that without some pressure from somewhere to want to make right. that change. All right. Makes perfect sense. Uh, Representative Brooks, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck to you down there. Uh, I need to spend more time. I'm sorry that the St. George Marathon was canceled this year. My plan was to be down there uh, running. Uh, in fact, it was my sister's first marathon in St. George. Uh, you come from a lovely place, uh, and I hope this name endures. Well, thank you. I hope you all come down and enjoy. I shouldn't say y'all, but so you talk Dixie. No, it's, it's totally appropriate. Y'all, we'll be there. <laughs> Thank you, All sir. Right, uh, I'm going to let you go. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break here in a moment. When we come back, we're going to ask a fascinating question, and it is this. What is the duty of the bystander? No, as we see these protests and these mobs take action, some of it illegal and dangerous, what is the duty of the bystander? We'll get into it next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.